0: Hello, and welcome to episode 70 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, where today we answer all your newbie questions about Terminal Directive for Netrunner. Hello, and welcome back. We're not dead! Yay! Yay. Yeah. Inside. Um, yes, we're back. <laughs> Apologies for all five, six weeks of mm. near silence, uh, but d- dissertations have been discerned, yeah. deserted and dissertated. Uh, new jobs have been found and only one of us has gone missing down the back of the sofa. Yeah. So we're back. I'm Brian Ennis. I'm Aravinsky. And I'm Joe And today we're going to be having a look at Terminal Directive, the new legacy expansion for Netrunner. Mm. What are you going to say, on?
1: Oh, no, this is not matter. I was going to make him a comment about how we've lost the largest one of us behind the sofa.
0: We have. Yeah, you may have noticed a distinct lack of Jamie Myland. Um, I, I think he's just been blown away by the wind. He's, he's yeah. a, a beanstalk of a man. Well, he's, he's been climbed he by he's, rogue clowns. He is quite thin. He could slip behind the sofa. It to be a long sofa. Yeah, yeah. it would. Yeah, maybe someone's using him as a draft excluder. So it's all very mean. He's, got, <laughs> he's not here to defend himself from what are some fairly juvenile jokes. Um, yes, um, but we're we're back now. Um, we should be back in operation. We've recorded three videos today, um, and we've also we're also recording a podcast. Been a busy day. Yes. Yeah, a busy day. So. Yeah, without further ado, let's uh, plough on. So, Terminal Directive. Yeah. Two of us have played Terminal Directive. We have. um, Which is myself and Joe. Uh, Aaron hasn't. Surprisingly, yeah. I haven't done a netrunner thing. <gasps> <laughs> but we thought we'd uh, we'd kind of we'd we'd look at it. Lots of people are talking about it in great detail, and Joe and I will give you our sort of final verdicts and final thoughts with spoilers. Oh, it's going to be full of them in a future episode, probably next week or the week after. We actually want to play it twice, though.
2: Yeah, we we finished our initial playthrough, um, in which we played Scorpius versus Steve Cambridge, the criminal. Yeah, Scorpius being the new Wayland ID. And we're going to play it again with Hasbioid versus the Shaper ID.
0: Yeah, so we're going to flip over. So I've played Corp, so next time I'm going to play Runner. Yeah. And then we can give you a proper feel of what it's like from both sides, from each of us, and give you a, a full overview of the full potential of the cards in there and that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but we thought um, to do something slightly different. Lots of people out there are asking lots of questions about Terminal Directive. Yes. So we've kind of got some that we found people asking online. We've also got Aaron, who hasn't played yet. So he he serves the function of our Netrunner noob for this. And we Mm. thought we'd give a sort of overview of how it works... And how you can sort of hack it, maybe, huh? <laughs> um, and adapt it. And, and what sort of things to expect, what issues you might run into a little bit. Or what, you know, how, it just, it isn't really very well explained. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of sales buzz around it from Final it's not Final Fantasy, uh, <laughs> Fan, Fantasy Flight. <laughs> da, 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 uh, um, yeah, from Fantasy Flight. The page is very salesy. the The rule book in there tells you what you need to know, <laughs> the basics. But there are some things that that maybe aren't covered, or people don't know what they're getting into until they've already bought it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I've I've seen a lot of, and I've been answering a lot of questions on the uh, the Netrunner dorks um, you Facebook
0: are a, group. You are a dork, so yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> I fit. <laughs> um, and it's been it's been interesting seeing the different things people have asks because it is information that isn't really out there so hopefully we can get some of that done for anyone worrying as well this podcast will contain no spoilers
0: completely spoiler free so
2: you are not going to ruin your terminal directive experience by listening to us prattle on about
0: it for the next half hour or so yeah Yeah, so this is really good if you don't know what you're getting into if you're not sure uh, sure what happens is, yeah. is, it, is it your next purchase or not? Yeah, especially if you've been kind of learning along with us as we've made our journey from mm. being very new at Netrunner to actually having played it the most of any game I've ever played. Yeah. Um, and at a fairly
2: competitive level.
0: Yeah. Um, mm. If you're if you're still sort of learning, if you're still developing, you know, is it a good idea to buy it next? Do you need it? Is it a must-buy or is it mm. something that you can have later? And does it work maybe for bringing in other people who might be new, because we're always trying to expand our hobby and our um, our circle of net-running friends yeah. and enemies. Oh,
2: I was going
0: to say, pray, but yes, pray. yes, <laughs> friends and enemies. Cool, so um, I think I'll just give a brief overview first, yeah, yeah. and then we'll, we'll head into Aaron asking us some questions. So, it is a two-player game. Yes. Uh, it doesn't cater or suit any more than that. As uh, usual netrunner. Yeah, you but you couldn't use the box to then break out into a tournament or to play someone different halfway through. It is you play the whole thing through with the two of you. If so, you're
2: if you're just playing as the campaign, yes. Yeah, they um, fantasy flight have done a launch event for it where you use the non campaign cards in the box plus a core set to make your stuff and mm. play a tournament with that. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool as an idea. Yeah. Um, but no, it is it's a awesome. it is very much a two player. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you've got somewhere in the region of 60 cards um, that are now a permanent part of Netrunner. Yes. So when you open up the box, you will have a pack of Corp cards and a pack of Runner cards that are now part of the overall card pool. They will always be chosen. And then you have the legacy stuff in a little separate pack. Yes, you do. So if you are only interested in Terminal Directive for what it can add to your competitive game, as a super competitive hardcore gamer, that's (laughs) fine. You can just throw the other bits out the window or, you know, give them to a passing orphan child. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen someone online that bought two copies of Terminal Directive and sold off the... Uh, player, like actual player cards for tournament play and
0: stuff to someone else. Because they wanted to play the campaign twice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, probably once from each side. Yeah. But but didn't want to. You didn't uh, need two copies of everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's ways to sort of adapt it to you. But if you're playing the campaign, you will play the same person all the way through uh, for the duration of that campaign. And you won't swap sides. So unlike playing Tournament Netrunner, where if I was playing Joe, we would play once, court versus runner, then it will be runner versus court. We'd yep. swap over. Um, we, you won't do that. You will be playing your ID all the way through. And what will happen is in legacy game format, the games that you have will have consequences. And you'll uh, open up packs. There are There's a pad that you have that contains things like your objectives, and you stick stickers on it as you go through. And there will also be cards that will be added into your deck or offered as options for your deck as you go through the game. Yeah. And that's where it differs from normal Netrunner. You will end up with all sorts of abilities and cards that you wouldn't normally be able to use, but work within the confines of Terminal Directive Mm. itself.
2: Yeah, Um, and cards that... You're not just sticking stickers onto your path. Some of the cards change the abilities as the story progresses as well.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's a brief sort of, of overview. I was really excited by the idea. Oh, yeah. Because we've played half of Pandemic Legacy and I was really <laughs> yeah. enjoying it, but then Colin fell down a hole. We
2: played half of Risk Legacy. We played half
0: it? of Risk Legacy. Yeah. Um, and then nerds. James yeah. fell down a hole. We need yeah. to get that. And ja- the same hole that Jamie's in.
2: Yeah, well, hopefully, like a stack on top of each other, or start so this and stop. So, each time each a each legacy rest. game comes out, we lose a friend? Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. yeah. Jesus, that's a heavy consequence for the game.
0: Yeah, Tear so... up this friend. <laughs> Permanent <discard. laughs> Yeah. Destroy friendship. Would you getting its use though? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So, um, this is the first legacy game I've completed all the way through. Actually, <laughs> uh, yay! <man. laughs> but. Um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. It's a nice direction to take the game in. It's a new direction yeah.
2: that hasn't been done before for a card game. that I'm all yeah. aware of. Mm. Um, and just just for doing something new, I think it,
0: uh, Fantasy Flight deserve
2: a bit uh, a bit of praise for <sighs> being
0: brave. Try, yeah, trying new things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I... I agree. I think it's good for them to sort of stretch their wings, try something new, something different, something to create a bit of a buzz around what's now a five-year-old game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is, I mean, rotation is coming soon. Yes. But... We're we're in a kind of awkward period where a lot of people are going, I'll come back to it later. Well, this is something that you could pick up and play yeah. yeah, outside of that more competitive thousand card, card pool kind of scene we yeah. have got going on um, at the moment. I'd like to see this. We've played a little bit of this. We haven't played enough to talk to you about it properly. I'd like to see this kind of idea imported into Arkham Horror, the card game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to a, to a point, Arkham Horror the card game is very similar to it this has a idea similar idea. Anyway, yeah, um, mm. just without some of the legacy aspects. Uh, but it, it's definitely something that they could pull into that game easily.
0: Yeah, cool. Right, so over to Aaron then. That's our okay. fairly comprehensive overview. Yeah. So Aaron, what what's on your mind? What's bugging you, buddy? Right. Well, Netrunner is all about your deck building. Yes. So, I think probably
1: most importantly, does it give you the deck you have to play with for start, or is there a element of building you can take when you very first open the box
2: well um it gives you some suggested decks okay um and for people that are that follow the marketing for ffg and the netrunner stuff they release and suggested decks they sometimes put out Mm -hmm. um in true ffg style they are not complete you can't make those decks with the Corset and terminal directive, it suggests to yeah. you.
0: Use. So right. the first suggestion is, and the game has been play tested apparently with a single core set and terminal directive. Yeah, that is right. the recommended card pool. It then says you can use other card you know, other cards as long as both players have access to the same things and you agree beforehand. Right. Yes. I actually really enjoyed the Limited. limitation yeah. of going, right, I'm just gonna use a core set and this. Yeah. And it was restricted and it, it made deck building feel interesting and fun again because they weren't the go-to solutions that you have yeah. for every problem that you always include. Which
2: made it frustrating in a way. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. going, right, so where are my... Oh, I can't... I don't, I don't have legwork as a criminal. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and people online and Brian, when I said it, went, is, is that not cool? Because you're so used to it being there. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. interesting... Um from that point of view to have this yeah, uh, almost a slightly different slant on your deck building. Yeah.
1: yeah. Kind of kind of like the rainbow draft stuff you'd do for Magic Avenue, you've got this. This is what you have, you need to deal with that. Yeah. Um, obviously in a more expansive.
2: Where half the cards you're very used to existing and the other half are brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So finding new ways to put new things and yeah. cards that can yeah. put a new spin on an old card. It and yeah. so yeah, you you make a deck, um, <laughs> You each make a deck with your original cards um, for your first game, and you can change your deck between games.
0: Cool. Yeah, so if you're finding that your opponent is playing in a certain way, you can... Include cards specifically to to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. If you're finding that you're struggling with certain things, you're not locked to the same deck all the way through like you would be saying a tournament. Yeah, or, yeah where yeah. you're like you can't change anything. If you've,
2: if you've had a massive brainwave, you've got this. This. This looks like it's got so much potential, and yeah. you play it and go. Mm. No, or I got that interaction wrong, or I didn't see yeah. this working, and that didn't work in the way I thought it would. Yeah, yeah. You can change. You're not. You're not stuck. Yeah. which that's, I really like.
0: That's good. Yeah. And starting from a uh, adding on to a core set, you're only adding on about thirty cards for each side. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. off the top of my head.
1: So the cards you get in the. Box then the standalone. You don't have to have the corset to use them, or do you need a corset? Yeah, to be
2: you able would to need a corset, need a corset. Um,
0: for agendas. Um, yeah. and and
2: there isn't enough to
0: make a deck in there. Right. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, interesting. Yeah, and the suggested decks, as as Joe has said are um, A in the typical fantasy flight fashion, A include things that you wouldn't have access to. Like you said there were three Magnum opus. It in the suggests suggested. using stuff that would require multiple corsets. Right. Yeah. Okay. And there's only two two magnums in a in a yeah. thing. Um and also Joe and I both looked at those and went I I took the suggested one for Scorpius and then ended up changing it loads. I looked I at did it as and a went, basic yeah. thing Is it
2: there's an entire new suite of breakers for criminal yeah. that aren't used in the selected decks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The suggested deck
0: doesn't touch the new stuff which so, is mad. So I so. Kind of looked
2: at it and went nah, and made my own. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and you're fully able to do that. To do, to that. do it and to even change.
2: Okay, that's
1: quite cool. cool. So I presume that the you're not restricted just using your faction-based cards. You've just got influence to spend like you would do normally. Yes, as,
2: as per usual. And in answering to a, a question that a lot of people have asked, you would not use the Most Wanted list in this as well. Right, okay. Um, yeah. Because the Most Wanted list is there because of interactions in the huge card pool, yeah. this has been play-tested and balanced supposedly, around what's there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: so you would just use your flat influence cost in a, as you would right. in a normal core game. Okay. I mean
0: and actually, if you think of cards that have been in the most wanted list, if you think of things like a Sansan, for instance, Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Sansan City Grid, yes, it, it, you're able to fast advance with it, but there is only one in the core set. So, yeah. uh, so if you're only playing one core set yeah, yeah. And, and terminal directive, that one card becomes really crucial. Yeah. But you've got to find it, keep it, protect it, hug it, love it, kiss yeah. it, call it George. You can't just go, I've got two more. Yes. yes. Um, Which was um, a mistake I made. Because
2: <laughs> my first few games I, I got, I was in the mindset of regular Netrunner yeah. and going, oh, it's a Sansan, oh, it's five to trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my head went, I'll leave it, because you'll just install another one. Yeah. Because I hadn't <laughs> figured in that, no, there's actually only one in, in existence
0: yeah. in this yeah. thing. Yeah. So, uh... I wasn't quick to disabuse you of that notion. No. I, I kept wondering why you weren't trashing it, but I didn't you know, make an issue of it. Uh, yeah. because uh, it's made like shit <laughs> in yeah. the first few <laughs> games. Yeah, but things like, um, things like Parasite aren't as mean.
2: Oh, well, because uh, Cyprus uh, isn't a
0: thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Desperado, there's only one. Yes. Uh, so in a co- yes. is it one, uh, one for consoles? Yeah, yeah there's only one yeah. in there. So totally yeah. yeah, it's not. It's it's got its own thing. If you were to expand and go, actually, let's play the campaign with the full card pool. You'd want, you would have to most wanted. List, you, you'd you'd have to do something. Yeah, would, definitely. Well, I, I would, I'd use the most most if, wanted if list. If you expand yeah.
2: your card pool beyond what is suggested. Yeah. Um. Into more packs, I would suggest using the most wanted
1: list. Yeah, yeah, just for balance. Yeah, yeah that seems yeah, fair.
0: Cool. But the option is there.
2: Yeah. Um, can I know you're
1: restricted to being court and runner. Yeah. Pain. Are you restricted to sticking with the same ID you start with throughout the game? And would you want to even swap as you start after you start Um,
2: You are. You do play as the same runner throughout. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you want to swap? I guess
0: that comes down to the... Player's choice at that point. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean you're you're looking at a choice if you're playing core and terminal directive at two. most you've got two. Yeah, yeah. Um and I mean the Wayland one, the original Wayland ID is bum yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Although there's some more stuff to make it slightly better. There's yeah. more transactions. Yeah, um would you want
2: really, to use really
0: good one. Mm-hmm.
2: Gabe over Steve. Um I think I think the idea is balanced. And aimed around using the terminal directive IDs. Yeah. But I can't see having played it. I can't see any reason you couldn't use the so different regular IDs yeah. from the core set if you wanted to instead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you got a chance to play with the new things, why not? Yeah.
2: That, that's. I, I. mean, I didn't even consider going. C- can I play Gabe instead yeah.
0: originally? Yeah. Um, the the one ID that I think would would really throw the game balance out if you were to take it and, and ignore, you know, still playing Core and Terminal yeah. Directive, but playing it with other things, mm. uh, would be playing with the NBN ID, because you've got your Astro scripts. You couldn't.
2: Yeah. For the This is this is this, one of the interesting yeah. things, because someone else said, oh, I've seen someone online asking, um, the person I want to play it with really likes Anarch, yeah. I think they'll get on with Anarch best, could they play as Noise? interestingly the runner i think you could play as noise yeah i think you could make an anarch deck and you could run that and i don't think it would skew the game too much
0: yeah
2: from a court point of view you pick hb or wayland because you get given hb or wayland or, right or, um, so you're going to be influenced. yeah so you'd have to you would be <sighs> there is enough in just the core set to play like nbn yeah but you'd be. Or Jinteki. You backfooting yourself from sounds of that. Yeah,
0: you'd be really quite. Yeah,
2: um, so I, w- I, would stick to the factions suggested. Yeah, maybe running anarch if you fancy it, but yeah. I would probably avoid letting NBN or Jinteki onto the, onto the field. Cool. Yeah, I'm hoping they become the next one. Yeah, they yeah. do another one
0: with so. anarch and the three the three little mini factions. The
2: new fourth faction where they turn. Um, Sunny
0: into a faction on her own and have other global sec people because yeah, that would be good that'd be cool it yeah. would we, be good FFG make <laughs> it a thing I, I want the game to be balanced I want four things on each side because yeah. it annoys me that it's wonky yeah <laughs> or because it's either three or six yeah. depending on how you count it
1: yeah, yeah. um yeah. The new cards that come with the, yes. in the set. Can you see them using them in kind of tournament play? Do they seem like they're
0: actually fit and <laughs> useful? Um, oh yeah, so the ones that that are usable yeah, yeah. everywhere. There, well, there is some good stuff there. I, yes, I'm
2: looking at going to. Well, I am. I am. I've paid. I've paid my entry and everything to play in the European Championships this summer. White oh, right, and And I don't think I'm going to do well. <laughs> I'm play. And Joe will be reporting from. I will. from there. Um, and I genuinely expect half of the corporations to be playing the new Wayland ID.
0: Yeah, Scorpius is harsh. Yeah, I've had very a very harsh a quick look at it. But, it but at it's, you know it's it a deck.
2: Mm. It, it really is, um, and it completely changes the way you play Netrunner. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, now you can build a, a Netrunner because it, it targets people that recur things from their heap. It makes yes. it very difficult. Now so you're playing
2: a deck that yeah has no interest in pulling
0: things back out when they've gone away. Yeah, I don't give a shit. But there's a lot of things that. Do. And some of the best cards do that. And some of the best yeah, ways of playing, some of the best strategies are to be able to get multiple uses out of your yeah. especially your influence cards yeah, yeah. that you're you know, you're paying a premium for and only using once. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's um, it's an ID that is a hard counter to some strategies and just some other IDs.
0: Yeah.
2: Exile,
0: bless him, might as well just climb into his bin that he fishes programmes out <laughs> of and live there. Uh Max may as well just set herself on fire.
2: Yeah.
0: Because yeah. Yeah, at the
2: beginning of Max's turn, you trash two cards. Uh, Once per turn, when a card is trashed, you can remove it from the game. So Max that trashes things and pulls them back. Half of those things you
0: can't have anymore. Yeah. That does mean that she can then play her events and such like without Scorpius exiling one of those.
2: Yeah. But if a key component goes away, because you spent loads of influence
0: on it... I remember playing... um, Playing, was you, Joe? Um, playing Max, probably. Where you flipped you? You had one levy, which allows you to put yes. all of the cards that you've discarded as Max back into your deck and shuffle them. Yeah. And you flip that first turn. Yeah. And then you spent a long, long time looking for recursion yeah. to get yeah. it out. I could have just killed that. Yeah. At which point you have a timer. You have a time limit oh, on yeah. your game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from that point of view, like. And some
2: of the other cards in there, yes. Yeah. Uh, there's some new HB advertising
0: campaigns and stuff. Um, Marilyn campaign is really, really nice. Yeah. So um, that stuff will IPO, which is a transaction, uh, transaction spend date, gain thirteen. Ooh, nice. It's restructure. Yeah. It's,
2: it's a terminal action, Brian. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It ends
2: your turn, it Brian. Does. <laughs> I'm first click, Brian. Um, but. It's a very good card.
0: Yeah. Um, so... Hunter Seeker. Hunter Seeker. Oh. If, the, if the other side has stolen an agenda, play Hunter Seeker, cost two, trash something. Yeah. Anything you like. So you just trash their key card.
2: Yeah. So if are you, you- removed from the game because you're playing Scorpius? Yeah. Yeah. Stupid fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, the cards will see play because yeah. some of them are amazing. Cool. Um, yeah. Although, I do think that Fancy Flight have... Pushed the um, push the corp further than they push the runner. Right. I think more of the corp cards are going to make an appearance than runner cards.
0: Yeah. Personally. yeah. There's not so much on the runner side actually that I can think of. Spear fishing is nice. Yeah. Ignore the innermost ice. Nice, essentially, gives yeah. you three inside jobs if they've only iced once. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or actually, interesting because you can use it to bypass a res dice as long as it's the inside one.
2: Uh, it's... <laughs> spearfishing has got a really in weird... Um, inside job is better if there are two or more pieces of ice on a server that aren't rest Yeah, yeah. If they put... Because normally you put down a good bit of ice to protect you on your innermost and you build up some other, some taxing ice outside of it. Yeah. Being able to skip over that last one is useful because you know which one you're skipping. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's better than inside job it does a very similar thing, but uh, you'd have three of each though, wouldn't you? If you, if you were looking at yeah. skip device <laughs> um, Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It's cool. It does. It does some nice stuff. and um, cool. There are some really good tools in there, but it, the, I think the corp got a better deal. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. considering from a larger tournament sort of point of view, we're in a runner dominant meta is a yeah. good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, right. So that's the basic game now, I think, because I have yeah. pretty much covered debt building well enough. Yeah. Um, Win conditions, are they the same as normal runner? Yes. Just
0: scoring agenda points. Or also. killing them. Or killing them. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, you win that game. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. But you will have other things you're trying to do at the same time. Okay. Yeah.
2: You can advance the story by just winning games. Yeah. You can advance the story quicker by winning the games while doing a thing. Right, okay. It's basically how and it works. And
0: each side has a thing. Yeah. So it might be that you need to win three games yeah. just normally or you could win one game do a thing and it gets you to advance the story get some more shiny toys yeah, yeah. now obviously one of the ways of winning you said is killing the
2: runner yeah so you can flatline them as you go a normal runner.
1: yeah does that do anything no what no it just kept, just carries on
2: yeah
1: mm. so don't penalisations no, no oh, okay
0: no. yeah because I suppose there's what? one way you could do it is to go right you're dead rip up your uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your ID but which Obviously would be
1: a bit harsh, yeah. yeah. Um, but some kind of penalisation for the next game would have made sense.
2: Potentially, but then also HB is less likely to flatline you than Wayland is, and so that gives a bonus to one side of the corp, not the True. other. True. So it becomes a very weird balance issue, I think, if you look at flatlining as a different thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What? Also, flatlining doesn't necessarily mean the runner died. No, I suppose it just. Um, sort of they might have some reason. Net damage, but you've blown their console up. Yeah. Kills the runner exactly. Yeah. It
0: blows your console up. It destroys your rig. Yeah, so you can't hack, but you're not dead. Yeah, you're yeah. just somewhere else and angry. Yeah, yeah. So um, angry.
2: So, <laughs> from a as much as it seems very weird. Yeah. You go, oh, you killed me that game. Cool. Right, let's play again. Yeah. I think you look at it as a, a destruction of resources and equipment mm. more than a kill of the runner. Yeah. yeah, I think I won. To make this make sense,
0: I yeah. won more games through flatlining than I did through scoring agendas. Mm. I think about 50-50. Okay, it felt like more. Yeah, they feel like better wins. Kind <laughs> <laughs> um, There is a there is a slight thing I I would say that there are things you can do that reward you for for doing damage and killing people. Ooh. Okay. Like tagging and damage and things yeah, yeah. like that. Um, if you want to go that way, or you can go a different way yeah. and not bother. Fair enough. Right. Well, I think more, most importantly then, what do you get for winning? Uh,
2: cake yeah. and strippers. Cake is a lie. The cake is no, a lie. the
0: strippers. Oh. Yes. Um, it has been stripped of strippers. <laughs> as much as it took me a long time to find out, when
2: you win games,
0: um,
2: <laughs> you get rewarded with story. Yep. Um, Interesting. Because you you unearth more clues. Ah. You see, as to to the mystery going on. Um, And you usually get a few cards you can put in your deck. Yeah. Um, And options. um, Files, I believe they're called. Yeah, you've got some files, case files. That open that you get rewarded for closing by doing certain actions. And um, ethos effects.
0: Yes. Or what's the other one, the bad ones? There's, so there's ethos effects, first of all, which you make a choice mm-hmm. about how you're going to deal with something that's been raised in the
2: game. Uh, in the a game.
0: protector or a predator? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So generally aggressive responses um, are predators, yeah. and the less so will yeah. be the, the protector, the one that... Um, maybe lets you circumnavigate rather than aggressively go yeah. and smack someone in the face. Um, it feels to me a bit like they've built Scorpius to be a predatory ID. Yeah. And Sidra, 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 yeah, that one, um, has to be a sort of uh, a glacier, keep people out kind of Deck, so more protectory. I don't know yeah. how it felt for you, protector versus predator on your side.
2: Um. Yeah, I got the impression that the criminal was more predatory, and the uh, the shaper <laughs> would be more protective, nursery, yeah. Considering she seems to like gardening.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but, but you can mix and match. So I say
1: black hat versus mm. white hat. Right. Black okay. Hat versus uh, little green sombrero. You, type you, you yeah. stopped
2: at black, then I got concerned because she is. Oh. Okay. <laughs>
0: racial confusion aside
2: (laughs) (laughs) accidental Um, racism
0: sorry (laughs) expect that to be from Colin Aaron not you (laughs) yeah Um, so but you can mix and match you don't have to do it that way no true Um, and it's up to you what you choose um, and those choices can have effects later on yeah um Without ruining things. As, yeah,
2: yeah to- I mean, talking from a rule book point of view, so not spoiling anything, um, your dominant ethos is the one you have the most options of, or if they are tied, the one you picked first.
0: Yeah, because that's your instinct, um, is Yeah, and one some chose. things
2: in the game will say, if this is dominant, this is what happens, Yeah, as opposed
0: yeah. to some that are... Pick an option, pick one and stick the sticker to your sheet, and it becomes part of who yeah. you are. Yeah, yes, oh, but you, cool. can, you can change so you could take predator first and then two choices of uh, protector, and you flipped it around the other way yeah. so you don't have to stay, yeah, so um, in that particular way. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. that sort of things. You also have cautions, yeah, that's the one. Now, cautions are again when this happens, open this pack of. Yeah. Cards and stickers? Yeah. Uh, you'll end up with a pack of cards and a pack of stickers, and they've got little dividers in, and it'll be like open pa- set, set one. So you open
2: one. set one of stickers and set one of cards? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and they have interesting results. Okay. I really enjoyed those um, when they happened, but obviously the word caution will give you an idea of maybe the possible effects. Yeah.
2: Interesting isn't always good. Yes, yeah. but in, I like interesting. It, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I did feel that the cautions for the runner, yeah, were harder to avoid triggering than the ones for the corp. Yes, I triggered mine as the corp out of a sense of I wonder what happens. Yeah, uh, you had to at various points just to, as part of playing the game, now, really. Um, yeah without I, again without r- ruining anything yeah, yeah, yeah. certain effects it was easier for the runner to uh, It's easier for the corp to avoid triggering them if they didn't want to yeah. I highly recommend doing it and seeing what
2: happens. whereas <laughs> the runner had to really play to avoid doing it
1: yeah and thematically Absolutely. I suppose that makes sense you've got more resources available to use a corp to avoid yeah. consequences uh, th- yeah. there's other
2: things to do with it as well that I think are balancing effects but we'll save that for the spoilery yeah. episode
1: fair enough yeah Um, now with things like Pandemic Legacy if you end up on like a losing streak or anything like that you tend to get something happen something either to make the game a little bit more interesting because it's just the same thing repeated or to give you a bit of a chance to try and catch back up again so do you get anything for losing particularly? Well I'll
2: I'll field this
0: one (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know (laughs) yeah um, yes
2: okay Um, it takes too long okay. in my opinion to, to trigger right um mm. because there are and there's an easy fix to that actually yeah but yeah uh, there are things in the game to to balance it out when the first stickers you stick down is one of your files that says lose four games three games
0: four games yeah um, and it's the and same then,
2: for each and yeah. then open pack whatever yeah um so yes, you you get some stuff for losing a certain number of games. Yeah. Okay. So if
0: you keep losing, there's a thing there to help balance it out for you, so which is good. Based on losing four games, I mean, how long does the actual
1: thing last?
2: <sighs> this hours lasted
1: eight. eight. Yeah. Ooh, so half the games really? Then you need to be losing. Yes. yes. So it's halfway through. If well, you're having a really bad time. Well, yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> Joe, Joe lost the first four games straight. Yeah. yeah. I then only needed to win two more games to... We didn't realise at the time, but yeah. I only needed yeah. two more games to finish the campaign. All right. Um, We've... And it felt like... the st- And you hadn't opened any of your other packs nope. because they trigger on on yeah, yeah, winning a game. Um, and then it felt like it gave you a boost and you started yeah. to, to to catch up. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it felt too long. Three,
2: three rather than four would have been better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, I'm not going to go into it now... But I think there, uh, we'll talk about it in the other one, but yeah. I, I, personally, I think there's a really easy way of fixing that. Right. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So mm. a,
1: bit of a bit of a hole you can dig yourself into, but theoretically, if you're but, in the future, you can mm.
2: sort it. The, the, like, the runner ones were really good, mm. the stuff it gave you, yeah. and it
0: gave me a boost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it it worked well enough. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. So if you are getting hammered, there is a there is a way a to light dig yourself out. At the end of the out. fairly long tunnel. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, right. As this is kind of um, important to legacy games, in my opinion.
2: Yeah.
1: Is there any destroy this card or ruin this? Yes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh.
0: Um, none of the cards that you would take forward into your meta and play yeah, with yeah. and are part of the general get card pool, none yeah. of those get touched. They don't get anything stuck on them. They don't get ripped up. But the other cards yeah, are yeah. fair game. Yeah, so
2: you might unlock a new resource, Yeah. but later on what that resource does changes okay. because you've stuck a sticker onto the new yeah. resource. Yeah. Or you might have bad things happen but if you can do a certain thing, you get to tear up the bad things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, you do get the satisfaction of destroying cards, Good. which is interesting. I've seen people online saying, "Oh, is, is there not a way of like making this so you can play it multiple times and blah blah?" Like trying to get more like more yeah, use yeah. out of it for the money. And I get that. Yeah. But part of the fun is destroying things no, yeah, or
0: sticking a, the sticker on. Yeah. yeah that's the point yeah, of the legacy,
1: yeah. so feel like you've permanently changed something. That's it. You can't go back. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Um you, you could if you wanted to before you say stuck is stuck, you could photocopy everything. Yeah. As you, you unlocked could, it. You could
2: get very thin. You can get some really crappy card sleeves out there that are really thin that would fit yeah. in that fit inside the more the more standard like dragon oh, Shields So stick the stickers into onto those and then you can and slide them in yeah. and you can do that yeah uh, you do need to play with sleeves yeah as as a fact of it i saw someone online saying oh i don't like the sound of this sound of something in there because i don't like playing with sleeves because you're sticking stickers onto cards and multiple stickers onto the same card yeah. you need to play this with you'd sleeves. be able to look at you could look sideways at your deck and go, well, that's that, that's that, that's that, <laughs> yeah. because you can see the gaps. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. so it does need to be sleeved, definitely. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, obviously, you'd, you'd hope that the people you're playing with aren't going to do that. Yeah, of course, um, especially if it's so many But again, shuffling without sleeves is difficult anyway, and adding yeah. stickers on there that are going
1: to get caught, it
0: tatters your cards, actually, and that's, you know, you don't want someone to know yeah. which card is which because you always keep scorched earth in your hand and you've burnt a thumbprint into the back of it over, yeah. over the course of a year there were some people talking I'm just checking the box now saying that they thought the cards were slightly different
2: yeah I saw that I didn't notice I, it off the top no I, I didn't,
0: didn't notice bit. it either so I, th- I thought we'd, we'd, do
1: we'd do a live check. audio test chuck yeah. uh, me a card
2: yeah, audio
0: test they sound the same <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool so, uh, so many cards. They do
2: feel a little bit different. Uh, Aaron, they're both from the corset, mate. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just because <laughs> I've got used to playing sleeves. Then, well, but the, but, me on. but they're not they're not different. No,
1: because of the corset ones. So yeah. might, that's what I mean, Fair my enough. Obsession. The ID might be on a slightly different okay. of card, but then
0: yeah. They're... So what we have got here is uh, two cards: one from Core, one not. Really, feels that much
1: difference. To be honest, that one feels a little bit thicker, but not not oh, significantly.
0: I couldn't physically tell them apart. Looking no. at the backs of them again, nothing. Um,
2: I have have seen multiple people saying that they felt
0: that it was. Um, Is it the size? they're the same
2: very slight difference in size. That can make a difference if you're
0: used to fondling the cards quite a lot of time. Yeah, or when you've got them stacked up if you've got bits that stick yeah. out or go in. Yeah, How I mean? How slight is very slight? Um,
2: for this one we are comparing millimetre. one of the new icebreakers to Easy Mark from the corset. There is a, about a millimetre difference on width, like genuinely, you can just yeah. see that
1: there's a slight That's an, that I could see that being a, a point of annoyance for some people. Yeah. It's not a huge thing, it really is. But as far but as
2: thickness like, and the finish.
1: Yeah, so they both felt the same. Mm. One of them felt a little weightier, but that could just be considered a different hand rather than actually being weightier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um, extra millimeter. Yeah, it is. It it makes really, all the difference. It does with this. Uh, it's what's well, not my dominant hand, you see. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Apart from that, though, no, I don't. I don't think there's enough difference to worry about. No. I mean, <clears throat> if you if you play Netrunner and you've seen the difference between a normal card and a promo card, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, you can really tell the difference between a promo and a regular. Yeah, yeah. There's nowhere near that much difference here.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's minimal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, very slightly, maybe. Um, yeah. But they might have just changed who prints the cards and stuff, and so yeah. it's not... Not a huge thing. No. Um, but I've heard people saying yes and people saying no, and I feel that people saying Sorry. yes had a fairly different thing, so it might have been a bad run of them, maybe. Possibly, possibly, yeah. yeah um,
0: variance, variants. happens. Yeah. It
2: does. So... From our experience, no. If yeah. this changes, we'll let you guys know when I open my box. Yeah, yeah
0: we'll, we'll, we could have a co- comparison. Yeah, I mean, they came from the same shop. That doesn't necessarily mean they're printed anywhere near each other. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll let you guys know in yeah. the next one. If cool. That changes. Right, well, there was
1: one other thing I was going to ask about, whether you felt there were consequences to your actions, but from the sounds of things, oh, yes. with the story stuff, yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Brian spent three or four games going, I don't want to do the thing, it sounded really bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. One of the cautions sounded like I was going to get, like it was just horrible, I didn't want oh, yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: it, it... <laughs> yeah. again, Without spoiling, it, yeah, it's yeah, difficult. It happened, no, right, and yeah. I
0: was like, "I wish I hadn't. I wish that hadn't happened." But it was interesting. Yeah. Um, there were
2: one of them didn't sound so bad and felt like a thing where I went, ah, "I can cope with that happening. That yeah. It's not the end of the world." Whereas the other thing, I was just like, oh "My God, it might eat my face." Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was a real kind of like oh, fear in yeah. there, and good because I think that's important to legacy. Yeah. So games. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Like shit, that box says don't open. I really want to open it, but at the same point, it says don't open, which means there's probably something horrible in there. And yeah,
0: yeah. and there was definitely, I think it affected you more. There was definitely a nervousness of like this game actually matters. Yeah, not like yeah. you know European Championship kind of thing. But no, but, but when definitely, we play
2: that runner, if we try something new, and we will occasionally just go, I'll see if this will work. Yeah, because yeah. If you're practicing, you're learning your decks and everything else. But everything had a consequence, and I might lose, and then the court might find more stuff out than I did, yeah. and, and then this could happen, and then yeah. and then I might I might disappoint all my friends. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. everyone <laughs> online is going to think you're rubbish at Netrunner. runner. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That wasn't what you were thinking. It's what's going to happen. That's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they'll. Think I'm rubbish at the tournament, and and you will rise phoenix-like from the ashes of your tattered reputation and be born anew a god amongst runners. Yes, excellent. Unfortunately,
2: <laughs> unfortunately my court game's will be shit, so I'm still not gonna do well. But no,
0: fair <laughs> <laughs> Right, you could be a god among nets as well. Was, net runner, yeah. you've got the runner, you've got the nets. Yeah. yeah, runner and court. Next nice. question. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. This isn't quite technically a standalone thing, is it? Because you've got to have a set and stuff. Yeah. However, is it particularly accessible? Do, will I need to have at least played Netrunner normally to understand how it works? Yes. Or... <laughs> yeah. Right, okay.
2: <laughs> but because Netrunner is a complicated game, yeah, anyone yeah. that has played Netrunner will know you need to play it a few times before you feel like you've got a grasp of how to play the game yeah. properly. Yeah. It's. Especially from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. So you're probably talking four or five games in Netrunner, runner, so maybe two corp, two runner, and one of and another game. Yeah. To feel that you know what's going on, just playing core. Yeah. Then you're adding in more stuff because you've got. I mean, we forgot stuff
0: constantly. Yeah.
2: Like, oh, you you did a thing. I should have done
0: a thing because
2: it says so on my pad.
0: It yeah. builds up the complexity. Yeah. At one point, you're you're not just juggling. Playing the game, which if you're new, can be tough enough. Yeah, yeah. But you're juggling uh, four or five different conditions on your pad that you're tracking and yeah. trying to achieve. And then yeah, yeah. you're thinking, if you're trying to play well, you're trying to think about what they're trying to do as well, because the information on the pads is we we played it as being public. Yeah, it's meant to be. Public. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was <laughs> going to say, I, it is definitely yes. public. Yeah. Um, so if you're if you're still fairly new and you feel are okay with core and you want to expand, maybe don't dive straight into the campaign. Play a few games with the extended card right. pool first before going, let's just get used to what, what these new cards are like and what Honestly, they do, and then play. It yeah. might
2: be a good idea for anyone playing this. Play a couple of games of just the individual... Get used to them. ...of that sort of limited pool and yeah. then jump in yeah because we built decks and dove straight in yeah and I think I, I felt I suffered for that yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, because I was tired I wasn't playing well and I don't think my initial few decks worked
0: mm. yeah um, from, I mean I think core netrunner correct me if I'm wrong Joe because you've been playing longer than me core netrunner favoured the Cup. It was more mm. corp heavy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and this doesn't, as we said earlier, doesn't do much to address that. Mm. It it does in the larger meta game. Yeah, but, it, but, but as it pulls it back thing. the other way. Yeah, but
2: I think the, the corp is
0: stronger than the runner. Yeah, yeah. and in normal netrunner, runner, that's that's not too much of a problem because you if, if you're getting beaten a lot as the runner, you swap yeah. over and you play as the corp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you're playing the same side eight to ten times in a row and you're getting beaten repeatedly, that, yeah. that can actually be a little harsh. So I think, yeah, especially if you're planning on being the runner, get some games in yeah. Uh, yeah. without accessing the rest of everything, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're new. Yeah. Okay, I think we
1: covered this fairly well, but as far as it is contained, I want to know whether the there's good faction-runner balance it's so his favourite the call is the runner.
0: Feels like, yeah. I mean, as, yeah. as we said, we've only played it one way, but yeah. we've also been reading it's up on it and looking at people online yeah. Yeah. yeah and it seems a fairly common thing
1: does it feel like any of the runners that, are, that come with it could face off against any of the courts against it or does it feel like it's been set up to have certain
2: matches well this is something that's kind of being debated at the moment yeah other people maybe disagree with us but yeah, we pretty much have a firm belief
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah um which is that it's balanced in certain matchups. Right. Yes. Um, for example, um, again, not being spoilery, um, Scorpius is anti recursion uh-huh. and the criminal ID is all about recursion. Right. That's a harsh matchup for the criminal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because Steve Cambridge, what he wants to do is he wants to run into HQ, then take two cards out of his heap and go, which one of these do I get back? The other one gets taken away. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Scorpius stops things hitting heap. Yeah. Unless you're playing very, very well and very specifically against yeah. them, so you barely triggered his ability because I was kicking the crap, especially for the first couple games. The first few games, I maybe did it once in two or three games. Yeah, I was yeah. smashing all your stuff out out yeah. of the game yeah. all the time, and it's it, it's a very harsh matchup to have the anti-recursion yeah. card and the new hate uh, criminal recursion guy well, yeah. together. It's like no, whereas well, a shaper
2: who doesn't really do much recursion in core. Yeah. Um has much less to worry about yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Well, but because and they set up slowly as well and they're generally a little bit safer, I think. Mm. Um and and likewise I think the HB matchup and the Shaper matchup is bad because anyone that's played Shaper knows they like setting up a nice big rig and yeah. killing things. Mm. Um, anyone that's played core knows that HB can can
0: go turn into Sonic and go fast. Yeah. All those biotic labours for extra clicks. And the Sansan. Add in the Sansan. So... Some very, very, very interesting ice that's going to tax your clicks. Yeah, with your bioroids. Um, um, and similar, which then means you're taking even longer to set up. Yeah. So, and their ability triggers off of losing clicks as it well. It does. So there's, right. there's
2: this... Which, is, which isn't which is amazing, and it's, it's all right. Uh, the Shaper one, again, allows them to set up as and when they want. So... They're really good ideas, yeah. And I think it's slight. I don't know because we've not played that side, and that's the one we're playing next. Yeah. But I think if I was going to advise people, I would play Shaper into Wayland and yeah. Criminal into HB. Right. For the most balanced matchups.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Last one then. Um, does it? Do you feel it fits well into that Runer universe, thematically and story-wise?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. I no, okay. I, I do. I think there are some things that are a bit odd, like the flatlining thing. Yeah. But if you take into the assumption that you're destroying rigs, not yeah. people. Or you blown up their apartment. Yeah. So yeah. they've got to relocate, etc. Yeah. yeah. They got out in just the nick of time, like the hero always does. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um I
0: thought the story fit. The story is a really interesting story. It is. Um, I like the idea. Um, I felt um, one thing we did um, is that when you get your story cards, you can either read them and keep them to yourself Mm -hmm. or you can read them out to each other and and sort of share the story that way. Because we planned on playing it both ways, we didn't share the story with Mm, each other. So I can only talk from what the Corp story was. I felt it didn't really pay off particularly well Mm -hmm. at the end for the Corp. I was a bit like, oh, it's it's done. Okay, okay, that's a bit weird. Um, And I couldn't quite get my head round what was happening on the table versus what was happening in the story. If you're hacking my... Because um, the very first bit says ha- there's been, in true Taggart fashion, a murder, and therefore you're trying to find out who did the murder. Yeah. That, yes. That's not going to spoil anything for anyone. No, I think no. it even says so on the back. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, sorry, um, quick it, as far as I'm aware, hints at the perpetrator being a bioroid yeah. as well. Yes, an um,
0: augmented serial killer, one which the powers that be were trying to cover up. There you go, not small anything. Yeah. Cool.
2: So yeah, that that's that's going on, um, and you are investigating this murder. Yeah. And the, it makes sense for the corp because it's it's trying to do stuff. Mm. I just I I. What, I, I suppose the way it, it works is the corp is trying to find information out. Hide it potentially yeah or I, i'm not sure i've it. not read the corpse yeah stuff. yeah um, but, and the pressure. and the runner is trying yeah. to steal it from the corpse servers so they don't mm. have it and i do yeah but mm. like yeah the runner doesn't kind of like hit the street and go searching so much i mm. suppose maybe it does depending like on your resources mm. yeah if you go and talk to like
0: maxwell james and yeah um, there was there were bits. The there were the bits where there. some things yeah. happened, and it felt like it was part of the story, especially with the runner side of things, having contacts and people to talk to, and mm. some of the new cards that came in. Are mm. uh, you've got you've got characters yeah. appearing, mm. and it, it you know that's nice. I just it's a nice noir cyberpunk criminal mystery, but they could have without been
2: without the detective side of it.
0: Yeah, but what. The, the hacking seemed like kind of secondary to people running around on the ground and looking at crime scenes and doing yeah. stuff like that i know when you would say you would uh, advance an agenda that that's you know that could be thousands of man hours of work on a project yeah. so maybe it just playing with a slight remove so it it had the theme and the feel of cyberpunk i just didn't feel like it was there wasn't interactions s- between the mechanics and the story that much right. yeah there were bits of it there were bits of it that were happening yeah, yeah. Um, especially some of the, the weirder things that occurred, but not always was the link between the game I was playing and the events in the story wasn't super strong. Yeah.
2: What would have been nice is a similar thing and a similar campaign based around 23 seconds. Mm. That would have fit more because it was a story about hacking servers. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this is a, is a really nice thematic
0: Netrunner, Android Netrunner story. Right. It's an Android story, not a Netrunner story, I feel. Does that make sense? It's in that world, and it fits really well in the world, but... It didn't
1: inherently need hackers.
0: No. It it probably would have made... The the story
2: itself would have made a really nice version of Cyberpunk Cluedo.
0: Yeah. Well, they've done the the board game. The original Android board game was very much like that. Ah, okay. So it's it's got very much a feel like that from what I... I haven't played that game. I have seen it played, but it it seems to be similar.
2: If if that doesn't like because that didn't really bother me. Yeah. I got to play a game I like and then get some cool storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like as much as we're kind of we we are picking holes and being yeah um, critical because you know it's in the name. Yeah. Um, but it it wasn't it's it's not a bad thing. It was yeah. implemented well enough.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah
2: you catch you interested enough to want to find out more which... oh yeah well, like, we'd, we'd sit and play four games and then go oh, you've kind of got to do things tomorrow but I kind of want to keep playing yeah I wanted to carry on yeah, yeah.
1: definitely uh, I think that's it's, a sign of a good story if nothing else yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: if we hadn't like, like work and stuff the next day we'd have done it in a night yeah yeah it's mostly because it says you can't in the book <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you... So we have this kind of like. You
0: probably won't be able to complete this in one years. sitting. It's like, hmm. but yeah. From people
2: I've seen online and people that have spoken about it and everything else, I wouldn't recommend it to people. I would I would play a game or two. Yeah. Um think about play it. Up until you've un someone has unlocked a pack. Yeah. Read your pack, think about your stuff, go away, make your decks, come back the next
0: yeah. time. Because you play. can yeah. drastically change your deck, although you've got a limited card pool, you can change a lot of things. I barely changed my deck. Yeah. Um, I changed loads. You change loads, yeah. But,
2: but after a while I got to a combination that worked, and yeah. I started winning some more yeah. games. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then I changed uh, for my final game. Um, yeah. I messed around with some little bits and pieces and, yeah. you, and threw some new stuff at you, and you went ah, oh, oh. no, and I managed to sort of sneak away with it. Yeah, it was close. It was close. It was.
2: It was. It was far closer at the end. Mm. Um, and you were packs and packs up on me at that point of unlocks yeah. and stuff. So yeah. it does balance. It is. It is good. Um, it can just leave you feeling
1: like it's not initially. It's uh, like if things go wrong for you,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I get less. Stressed at losing and things going horribly wrong than Brian does. Oh yeah. yeah. And if we had, if it had been the opposite way round and we were playing and I played Corp
0: first and I was beating him four times in a row, and you had all the shiny things and I had to sit there and watch you unpack it and, and add go, stuff to your deck. Yeah. I'm put that in. Ooh, this yeah, yeah. happens.
2: <clears throat> yeah, it can leave someone. Um, I I read a read an article about someone talking about it as well and how tilt is a massive thing in this. Mm. So if you at some point start feeling at all negative, stop playing. Give it a couple of days and go back to it. Yeah. Um, Don't wait too long that you don't care anymore. Yeah. But maybe stepping
1: away from after each game isn't a bad thing.
2: Yeah. Um, And considering, like I said, ours lasted eight eight games, which I would say is maybe at the low end, I would say an average campaign should be 10 if you're playing equally. Yeah. 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 it drags it out a little bit longer as well for you? Yeah. Depends how often you get to play. Yeah. If we were playing Pub Runner and we went, cool, let's do, go to Pub Runner, play a campaign game, and then play our normal Netrunner. Yeah. Um, and be... it lasted 10 weeks. It's yeah. fairly good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you'd have some weeks where you wouldn't open anything, but you'd have other weeks where you did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's quite a nice way of doing it. Yeah.
1: Overall, then, would
2: you recommend it? Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Because it's it's a big box, it's a deluxe set that has stuff for... It's a ridiculously big box.
0: <laughs> with yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for what's inside.
2: Um, but that's because it provides you with a second
0: home. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> the box itself could fit the entirety of every single Netrunner card that's been printed in it. Yeah.
0: Pretty much, yeah, if you double-stacked them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Bit of a shelf in the middle. It's, it's mad. But
2: I would recommend it to people, if you like Netrunner... Um, if you're confident in playing the game and you've got a good grasp of the core mechanics and you enjoy cyberpunky type stories yep. you like legacy games, I don't think it's a bad buy yeah it's got good thing it's got cards that are worth having in for the uh, the expanded sort of tournament scene and, yep. and meta and playing with your friends and that kind of stuff. Um, maybe if you play Anarch and NBN and that's it, it's not worth it as much for you because you're yeah. not getting stuff for things you want to play. Yeah. Mm. But on the whole, no, I, I personally would, would recommend it. For for the flaws it has, I would still recommend it as a purchase.
0: Yeah. Difference of opinion there, Ryan? I, I want to play it again the other way first. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, but <laughs> it's it's a big box set, but it's about £15 more expensive than a big box set.
2: Yes. So, so is the campaign it
0: adds on worth £15? I'm not sure.
2: Okay.
0: I think it is. Um, I've, I I, I wanted it to be something different, I think. Yeah. The reality no, of it that. wasn't as inspiring as what I'd built it up it's to the, be in my contention. head. Uh, I think part of that might be the fact that we initially okay. thought it was coming out in February, but apparently the end of April is quarter one. Because a fantasy yeah. flight can't do numbers, they don't. Yeah. They're bad at fractions,
1: that's, unless they're um, doing it by like financial statement time.
0: In which case, this is yeah, than uh, yeah. it is. But like, that's fucking us. tell people that's
2: what you're doing. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's not how they they've done other stuff. No. The Red Sand cycle was quarter one, and, and it came um, out in January. Yeah.
2: yeah. So as yeah. much as well, like the first two or three did, and then God knows what happened to the next one. Yeah, it's lost on a boat somewhere. Station One.
0: <laughs> yeah, it actually shipped it to Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, get, get a little bit of dust with it. Yeah, find <laughs> yeah. red dust of long things. If I big opened things. the
2: packet, a bit of dust, a red dust fell out. I'd, I'd forgive them instantly. Yeah. yeah. Um. But no, I uh, I like it because it was a nice little distraction, but it gave me a bunch of things to play the competitive game I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you're if you're a competitive netrunner player or you're looking to expand into playing with the wider car- card pool it's an, it's an essential purchase the same way the other four big boxes are it doesn't yeah. rotate if nothing else if, if you want to, a way to expand what you're doing up it, it's nice enough and it's something that gives Um, you know, it's something you can do with someone else, especially you've been learning with someone and you've been playing together as a pair that or getting into the game as a pair, that's good. If you're buying it just to play the campaign, I would be cautious. I would listen next time. No, because you get loads of spoilers. Um, I would I would think about it. Well, Mm
2: -hmm. if I think if you're a new player, (coughs) should it be your second purchase? Yes, if you enjoy legacy games. No, if you enjoy
0: the competitive scene.
2: Yeah. Go and buy a deluxe box that fits the factions you like. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're
0: new into... and you're looking to go down to your friendly local gaming store or to your local regional and play, yeah. then you it, Buy some you other don't. stuff. Yeah. Um, if... Unless you want to play Scorpios and murder everyone. Yeah, yeah you if did. you want to play like Wayland and
2: <laughs> Criminal, because you don't get enough in there to play a decent Shaper deck. But... Yeah. Not at the level Shaper should be to be highly competitive, but yeah, uh, yeah, I I can see I can see why people would be disappointed with certain things it does, yeah. um, but it, it's fine. I probably wouldn't recommend it as a second purchase if you're new to the game still, but I don't think anyone will be particularly uh, particularly disappointed. It's a good start, and I think they can do much, much better next time when mm. they do another one, and I hope they do. Yeah. Like, this hasn't made me go, oh, God, I just hope they don't bother doing any of these again. <laughs> yeah. But it has made me think that there are ways they could have done things that would improve.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cool. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Thanks. Well. Well covers everything, right really. Excellent. <clears throat> Well, hopefully people have found that interesting and useful. If you have any more questions, uh, please feel free to uh, to comment below wherever you find this and we will uh, do our best to answer any more questions. Uh-huh. If we get lots and lots of questions, we might do a follow-up Yeah, or um, a question-based thing.
2: We'd send questions to the Facebook page as well if yep. that's easier for you. Um, yeah, or Twitter as well. We're on there. Yeah, or you're probably more likely to get a response from me on Facebook and Brian on YouTube
0: and Twitter's it will be yeah me. yeah yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah if you want to talk to me um, go on Facebook because I won't really deal with the rest of it <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah you'll, you'll get a response from us and if, if I need to chime in I'll get kicked into doing so
0: but yeah. it's um, yeah there, there are so many ways you can talk to us now yeah um, and if you've uh, if you've played and or you do play keep an eye out for our follow up where we will talk in depth um in a spoilerific fashion and I'll lay out some of my concerns about the game in mm. more detail because to talk about them would be to spoil. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and Joe can defend the game because he's, he's obviously in love with it. Well, <laughs> I,
2: I love Netrunner and I like this for what it is. Yeah. Again, it could be better, but I think they've done a good enough job to, I don't feel yeah. like I've wasted
0: money buying this. Yeah. And
2: for me, that's the important
0: thing for any purchase. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the, the big thing for me was there are a few things that happened during the game, rules-wise, that weren't clear, yeah. that we, as people that have played a lot of Netrunner with the wider pool, uh, could work out. Yeah. If you're very, very new... There are certain interactions and certain things that happen that are not clear and certain types of cards that haven't really been explained because Mm. they're explained elsewhere. So my recommendation actually, thinking about this and just letting that brew for a second, is yeah, go for it. It is is fun. But when you come up against one of these things, either work it out with your opponent or use somewhere like Netrunner Dorks, um, Netrunner UK, um, your local friendly meta page, um, Stimhack. All sorts of things, and say we're playing the campaign. How does this work? Because there are a couple of times where we were like, "What should we do?" Because this is very contradictory. Yeah, um, and that's my concern is that it's taking something. If if you're going from being new, yeah, you want something that lessens the complexity, so you're taking in less information and building your way into the wider game, Yeah. this throws in a few things from the wider game, as well as more complexity of the pads yeah, and the yeah. tasks you're trying to do and the different things that, that are happening and weird cards that you'll never see again. And it's kind of a bit, I don't know if it would be maybe too overwhelming. So use that support yeah. for, from wider,
2: uh, one, the wider
0: community just to help you if you get stuck. With that caveat, then I would say yes, go
2: for it. One thing that I will add on to that is we were playing this before the FAQ came out. Yes. So there is yeah. now the FAQ that does clear up of two or three of the things that we went, what way around does that work? Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: not everything. Though, not still. everything.
2: Um, and there are some things that are like kind of Netrunner staple rules that is a line in the book yeah. somewhere um, that impact how things play that don't doesn't come up that often. Like, for instance, um, the text of an asset being blank while it's face down.
1: Yeah.
2: It still has a type. Yeah. Which is why you can do some stupid um, MCA informant bullshit. Yeah. But the rest of the text is blank. Yeah. Unless it says on access. And it's little interactions like that they yeah. are a part of Netrunner and work with Netrunner because it's fairly concise, in my opinion, for its mm-hmm. rules. Yeah. But might throw a new player off, yeah. Because we've been they, playing they for quite a long time now, and we
0: were like, the doesn't rules. doesn't
2: this yeah doesn't that interaction mean that that happens?
0: Yeah, netrunner can be a little bit fiddly yeah. and fine grade at it at points, yeah. And this brings some of that in, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's one of its each... more so than core. One of its interesting bits that it, those yeah, it's it's a, it's a massive and positive and a negative at the yeah. same time. It's yeah. very much a double-edged sword. It's there. a positive for the complexity of the game and the different interactions and the combos and the longevity of it. But it's yeah. a negative when you're trying to break things yeah. in and when you you've got newer people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sense yeah cool so thank you very much Um, if you did enjoy that please leave a like if you want to hear more stuff from us Uh, we talk about Netrunner at least once a month Uh, we release videos we play video games we play tabletop games we play uh, 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 board games did I say board games tabletop RPGs that's the one that's the one Um, and we do all sorts of stuff and occasionally we have really long involved conversations about beards yes I have to edit out videos Joe (laughs) good times did we yeah it's yeah. good it's good um, so um, until next time uh, we've been the Critical Twits I've been Brian Ennis I've been Joe you bastard <laughs> I've been Aaron Rinsky um, and, uh, we, it's been long enough that that works <laughs> um, and we look forward to talking to you again soon bye bye